don't worry. They're not here to give you any marriage advice, but after listening, you may think that they need it. It's Cash and Casey on the Me versus Her podcast. Hey, what's up, everyone? This is the Me versus Her podcast. I am Cash. And I'm Casey. Thanks for joining us for another show. We do want to thank everyone who joined us last week and remind you to follow us on Twitter and Instagram. Search Me versus Her podcast and we should pop right up. So I want to start the show off this week by talking about a story of uh, something that happened to us, or happened to me, I think, I want to say. It was you, yeah. Um, we went on vacation a few weeks ago, and when we got home, the first thing we did were, I, I believe you were going to go outside and water some yeah, plants. Yeah, so I have these plants that I'm trying to keep alive, which is not working, so I was trying to water them. And and we, <laughs> we go out there, and we realize that the door was unlocked, and I asked her, uh, did you leave the did you just unlock the door? And she was like, basically said no, that she didn't unlock it. So then I was like, that's weird. I remember locking it before we left. So anyways, I start like kind of fiddling around the house and not necessarily thinking somebody came in, but just like... You thought somebody came in. Maybe. But um, <laughs> anyways, we go to cook some lunch and I went to find the oven glove, look for the oven gloves because I was putting something in the oven and they were missing. So I started, I didn't think of anything. I just started looking around and I was looking everywhere because then it started just to bug me like, where'd the oven gloves go? I didn't, well, I don't think we washed them. I look in the washer, I look in the dryer, I look in the dirty clothes. I look in a few other drawers and I'm like, where are the oven gloves? So then I start to just think to myself, did somebody come in the house and like move the oven gloves? Like, first of all. <laughs> of all things, they're going to yeah. take your oven gloves. So I start looking around. Is anything else missing? Nothing's missing. And then I'm like, this is weird. I'm like, I know the oven gloves are there. I always cook. And then it just started bugging me. So I'm looking everywhere. I'm like, and she's let me just like, say, let me just say, he's saying, I am not going to sleep tonight until I find these oven gloves. And I'm like, let it go. And then he's like, I'm going to post on Facebook in the neighborhood to see if anybody's found my, or anybody's seen my oven gloves. And I'm like, nobody's going to, you're going to get laughed at. No, not <laughs> if anyone's seen them. I was going to post if anyone had anybody else go into their house for some reason, just mess with something because. And take something so random. Yeah. Because there was a comedian once, I don't remember who it was. And he said, you should just, to mess with somebody, go in their house and just like move some things around and it would drive some people crazy. And it was funny, but now that it happened to me, I'm like, this it's not is not funny weird. at all. <laughs> yeah. No, I'm like, somebody would seriously mentally mess you up. Just the fact that it's like, okay, I didn't think anybody was like in the house or anything, but I'm just like, why would they do that? We know you. Just the fact that they messed with me. Yeah. Do they, do they know how to get in our house now? So anyways, you laughed at me. We kept looking around and then she ended up talking to her mom on the phone. And was telling her about what was going on. And her I was mom, like, I'm getting really concerned. Should I <laughs> go sleep at your house? What do I do? <laughs> and her mom was like, are they in the drawer next to the the sink? And she looks and they were in there. So basically what happened is she was at her house before we went on vacation. She helped clean up the kitchen after making some lunch. And that's where they were at. So everything was all good. But I know you thought it was a little crazy. But I was I was reading around the news this morning. And something basically happened like that in Arizona. So it was you. You made headline news. No, it wasn't me. It was this is more creepier. So there was a guy basically in, in two days, someone came to somebody's house and rang the doorbell and the guys, the roommates uh, got up to check who it was and there was no one at the door. So basically what happened is they said someone had snuck into their house. I don't know. It didn't really it wasn't really clear if, if they snuck in when they rang the doorbell and like snuck in the back or if they had snuck in prior, then rang the doorbell and took off running. But there was a note. They left a note in the house saying, please lock your doors. I only stole a knife and a flask. Stay safe. I could have killed you. Love you. Oh my gosh. Yeah. How weird is that? So these guys were like kind of freaked out. Um, the guy was like, well, my bedroom was unlocked. So this guy could have came up there. Who knows if he was just staring and looking at me. He really took that stuff. Yeah. He just took the two things and then left the note. Oh my God. That's so weird. then they thought maybe 
maybe it's a friend playing a prank on us. So they went and bought, uh, installed a, it says home surveillance, which I take it as a doorbell, uh, doorbell video camera or something. So the next day, there was a man that went up to the door and left a, a bag on the door and left another note. And the note said, I felt bad taking your stuff, so I brought it back and more. It's in the backpack. I love you. Oh, my gosh. Why is he saying I love you? That's weird. Yeah, it's really weird. So they're, they, they're assuming it's the same. Was the more stuff his, too? No, just extra stuff oh, they're right. saying. Which is kind of weird because you don't know if it was from like another house. <laughs> <laughs> your neighbors are like, here you go. Yeah, so they don't know for sure. It's Well, it has to be, but they're saying they believe it's the same guy because they don't have video of him the first night because they yeah. went about the surveillance. But they're saying that they believe it's the same guy that came back. And they do have him on video. And the picture was pretty clear. So somebody's going to recognize him. I mean, even if he's saying he did it to be funny, like obviously he broke into somebody's house, you're going to get in trouble for that. But Mm -hmm. I just think that's weird. So it it totally reminded me when I read that story. uh, How do you feel about that? Like, do you think somebody who does something, I mean, his intentions were good, obviously, to just show him like, you know, it's this easy for me to get into your house. So do you think he should get in trouble for breaking into that guy's house, even though he's admitting it? Like, I did do it, but it was to show you that it's this easy? Or do you think he shouldn't get in trouble because his intentions were good? No, he definitely shouldn't. Because he's not saying, he didn't say, I only did it because of that. He's That's just what his note said. Please lock your door. I could have killed you. So he didn't necessarily say, hey, I did that. Yeah, just, he didn't. Yeah, but he's not saying exactly that's why he did it. I but, would be. I would not want him to get in trouble. I'd be like, thank you. Yeah, but look what he wrote. He's probably pretty crazy. Do you want that guy walking around the streets and having access to your house? No, but what if he's really a nice person? I highly doubt that. But that, but that, that does happen in our neighborhood a lot. We have we live in a nice neighborhood, but on the Facebook page, I call it the drama page because there's always something going on. But people always will post like, "My car was broken into." But then the first thing somebody usually asks is. Was your doors locked or how'd they break into it? And they'll say, oh, well, my husband or wife accidentally left the door unlocked. But it's kind of like, well, kind of deserved it. If you leave but what if they unlocked. just left a note saying your door was unlocked and I could have taken your stuff, but I didn't. Should that person get in trouble because they opened the car door? Um, yeah, you can't. That's somebody's property. I don't know. I, I don't think so. If somebody walked in your house, somebody walked. No, it's 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 not. It's breaking and entering. You can't you can't walk into somebody's house. If somebody walked into the house when the what kids were alone. What if they didn't alone, break anything? What if somebody walked into our house with the kids are alone? Are you going to be upset? Okay, yes, I will be. Thank you. But what if I wasn't home? No. Anyways, they, <laughs> they, yeah, guys should definitely get in trouble. I'm not saying go to prison for life or anything, but just, it's weird. I mean, you don't know. He obviously has issues if he's leaving notes like that. If he's trying to be funny, not really funny. He should have put on the note, hey, yeah, like he said, hey, I did this just to prove a point, but he didn't say that. He said, I could have killed you. That's not really a nice way of saying it. Well, maybe some people wouldn't have known that it could have gone that way, but he's saying it could have been really bad. Yeah, it could have been worse, definitely. But the people in the neighborhood that do it, they, um, yeah, they just, they're, and they're catching these people on video because everybody has videos these days. And it's usually just a person walking around checking every door until they find one that's unlocked because it's going to happen. But the scary part about that is if they get in your car, they could grab your, your garage door opener and then go in your house or save it when you're not home. So you never, you never know. Yeah. People are crazy. Well, as I mentioned earlier, um, if, you, if you're not following us on, on social media, follow us because we do like to interact with you guys and ask a lot of questions. Uh, this week, one of the questions we had asked was about pet peeves. Um, I have a ton of them. Uh, what are some of yours? I know you have some. Oh, gosh, I have so many. Am I going to take the rest of the show? Because I will. <laughs> Go ahead. Take as much time. Um, so my first pet peeve is peanut butter on my hands. Like if I'm making a peanut butter and jelly sandwich and I get a little bit of peanut butter on my fingers, 
that's it, I'm angry. Or um, this one goes back to elementary school. I don't like the smell of maple syrup because I feel like every kid in elementary school smelled like maple syrup. I don't know <laughs> if they odd. if they ate pancakes or whatever and it was all over their face. I don't know. Did you guys serve breakfast at school? No, I'm yeah. not that. I didn't eat breakfast at school, but I don't know. I just didn't like that. Um, and then this one, this one people don't really understand, but in the wintertime, I wear socks to bed because I get cold. And I hate nothing more than waking up with one sock on because the other one is lost somewhere in the bed. And people who don't wear socks to bed think it's weird if you wear socks to bed. I don't know why. Why is that weird? I don't know. But I definitely don't like when you lose a sock either because sometimes you scratch me with your long (laughs) toenails. (laughs) Nah. (laughs) They're not that long. (laughs) I I have a lot of them. And mine mine aren't necessarily like things. Some Some of mine are things that people do that bug me and some are just personal ones like a big one of mine is when someone leaves the well not someone in our house oh me yeah. that's me when somebody leaves the the dishwasher door open that is me because i do dishes all the time sure but i bump into it and it hurts and just it's it's almost like that when somebody bumps into you with a shopping cart feeling like oh i used to so do that upset. to my dad all the time that's i think the, my mom too but mainly my dad i remember him he would like turn around so mad <laughs> that's the word i so i worked in retail a long time ago and that's one i've seen so, it happen so many times and every time it happens would you it's laugh like no i don't laugh because i feel bad because oh i would laugh so hard it's people they get this look in their face yeah like, it's the worst thing ever <laughs> and it's usually kids yeah it's usually kids and they do it and i've seen kids <laughs> I've seen kids with the look of fear in their eyes because they know that was they, me. They, they did it. That was They're me. like, sorry, or they say it right away. And some parents turn around and yell. I've seen some parents just turn around and give a look where it's like, that's enough to scare the kids. <laughs> that was for sure me. Another one is leaving cabinet doors open. I know sometimes you do it, but you're okay. usually because you're Okay, these are all about me now. Yeah. But we're allowed to. So one of the agreements we made when we, when we started to do this show is we said we can't get mad at each other for stuff we say on the show. Why are you bringing that up now? Because it's. What are you about to say? No. No. And I mean, that doesn't mean we could say something super mean. Like, I'm not going to be like, oh, by the way, your hair yesterday looked horrible. What? I'm not going to say that. And then get off the show. And pretend okay, that's like, enough. And pretend like <laughs> nothing happened. So obviously we're not going to be mean like that. But we're just saying if we bring up an old story, obviously don't be upset about it. But um, another one of mine. So leaving the cabinets open, leaving the dishwasher open. Um, getting my socks wet, like, sorry, I don't want to point oh. out, but another one is you let ice fall on the ground and you don't oh. pick it up from the, from the that refrigerator. That bugs me. Every time I get ice out of the freezer, I drop it. Even no matter how careful I'm being, I always drop the ice. I don't know. So now I just leave it down there. <laughs> <laughs> Bad drivers. That's another one for me. I'm, I try not to be a road like rage. I don't yell at people when they drive. I yell. Well, I, I do yell at them, but not like out the window. <laughs> I yell to myself about them, like move, hurry up. So another, but a big one about, about driving is when somebody comes into my lane, that drives me insane. Like, I feel like they're going to run into me. Not coming into the lane. It's getting close to the line no, in their lane. Come, you're not with me all the time. People come into my lane. I feel like it happens all the time. And what's worse is when I look over and they're on their phone, like texting, I'm like, you can't, like some people can text and drive. Some people can't text and drive. Like if you hold it up where you could see through your windshield also like that's kind of safe to do when you're texting but i see some people that are literally looking down in their lap and then like peeking up every once in a while like that's not cool yeah um i like to see how long they're looking down for of course from two lanes over yeah and another huge one for me is when i'm walking through a parking lot to get to a store like i parked and i'm trying to get into the store and people do not stop to let me cross especially when i'm with the kids 
that's yeah. that makes me upset. Spe- that you yell at them yeah. as they are passing by. Yeah, you know? I'm like, thank you, and with their window down. I don't care because it's like, come on, let us cross. Like, if there's a stop, like, there's not a stop sign every parking lot, but it's like, let us cross. I have kids. Like, I could, I don't know, just like slow down a little, or when they're driving super fast through a, through a parking lot, that drives me crazy because kids don't, you know, kids they run out. Um, I mean, try to teach our kids to not take off running, but some kids run and it's going to get hit and it just makes me, it's rude. Like I usually stop, like, don't get me wrong. I'll stop sometimes and let a few people. And sometimes it starts to be too many people. And then I'm like, okay, I got to try to sneak through because it can't let everybody go, but it's. People aren't used to people stopping. So when somebody does stop then everybody crosses the street. Yeah. It's crazy. But so, so those are some of mine. And we had some people, uh, wrote into, I'm stuttering, wrote, wrote, (laughs) wrote into, uh, tell us some of theirs. So some of them were, let's see, Rebecca said, and Rebecca and a lot of people actually said hearing people chewing loud with their mouth open and slurping. Um, I, I to, don't mind that. Don't? No, I, I don't mind I used to call it. that smacking. I don't know if people still say that. He's smacking it. over there. No, I, I liked, I like to watch people eat and I, I don't know. I don't necessarily like to hear it, but you know how they have those videos. I see them on Instagram now all the time. And maybe because I watched one now, my whole thing is filled up with them, but I could even watch the video on mute, though. It doesn't necessarily have to be the noise. I just like to watch people eat. Is that weird? Yeah, those I came across those videos, and it's so weird. It's like, I don't know. There's weird ones where people are, like, rubbing the mic, so you just hear, like, or they have a cat, like, meowing right on. It's, like, weird. I'm like, <laughs> what is, there's, like, these weird obsessions that come out of nowhere. Yeah, but the chewing ones, people were like, and I guess people like to hear it for some reason. I don't know I don't if it's know. like a satisfying I don't, It's thing. not satisfying. I don't know. Maybe I just like to eat. So I like to watch other people eat. And then I feel like when I watch the videos, I'm super hungry. <laughs> but I don't think they, they're doing it for the look of it because they're on the mic. It's all about, you know what I mean? The sound? Yeah. Well, okay. Well, I'm doing it wrong because I have my sound off usually. Yeah. You're getting happiness for the wrong reasons. <laughs> um, Liz, Liz said leaving water around the sink. I guess like after washing dishes, you know, sometimes there's like a huge mess of water. Well, it's usually all over my shirt, but yeah. Yeah, it I, I don't like when I go into a public restroom and that happens like, because you don't know whose dirty water that was and now it's all over my shirt. <laughs> Gross. Uh, I think it's so embarrassing when I go to wash my hands and like the water pressure is too high and it splashes all over my shirt. And then I think I can't walk out of the bathroom with my shirt all wet like this. So then I have to wait in the bathroom until my shirt dries. So, you know, that's worse for a guy because of water splashed on your shorts. Then it looked like you peed on yourself. <laughs> Which happens sometimes. <laughs> Not necessarily. And then you say, oh, it's just water. The water pressure is too high. Yeah. So, um, Buddy said, let's see. Buddy says, when he asks his, asks his kids to do something and they say, wait, what? When they know what he asked. Which, I do that to my parents. I think our oldest son does that. Yeah. It's like, what? And then before you start to say it again, they say, oh, okay. Like, they know. It's like they want more time or something. I don't know why they do that. But, yeah, that's annoying. Gabby says, smacking gum. And part of the reason she doesn't like that is because she doesn't like gum in the first place. Who doesn't like gum? Gabby, obviously. <laughs> <laughs> I love gum. But I don't know. I, I, I can never chew gum without biting myself. Yeah. I, I'm like that with peanuts. I love eating peanuts, shelled peanuts. And I always bite the inside of my mouth every time. And it's like, do you? Mm, yeah, like at least once. I wonder why that happens. But it's like, I don't do that with regular food or anything else. It's just every time I have gum, I'm like, oh, a piece of gum. And then. Chew, 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 crunch. That was my cheek. Maybe that was my lip. Maybe you're chewing it too bad. You're smacking maybe. like there's... Yeah. Maybe. I'm too excited for it. Gabby also said when higher-ups at her work make her do everything and act like they are better than her. Oh, that's sad. She needs a new job. Yeah. Well, Gabby, I hate to tell you, but when somebody's higher than you, they're always going to act uh, like they're better than you. Not Just always. Me. That's not true. A lot of the times. 
You just need a new job. Aaron says when someone uses the last of the toilet paper and doesn't replace it or when they don't put the toilet paper on the holder right. She says it goes over the top, not underneath. I agree. That's I a whole other argument right there. I agree. Do you, if you go to somebody's house and the toilet paper is wrong, according to you, would you switch it? I I would if I knew how to work the toilet paper device clip thing. Because the last thing I want to do is shoot it across the floor. So, you know, those things are very springy sometimes. And yeah. then sometimes they're so fancy that it's like, I don't even know how to fix the thing. <laughs> You're going to shoot a spring across the, shoot your eye out and yeah. scale the bathroom. <laughs> um, Veronica said she hates when someone leaves the dresser drawers or cabinets open. I had mentioned that. Amber says when someone doesn't close the lid on a soda, it causes it to go flat and the soda goes to waste. But I feel like lately soda goes flat anyways. No matter how tight you put the lid on. It only lasts like three days in my opinion. Soda's not good for you. That's true. <laughs> Drink more That's water, true. people. Sally says when someone puts a pizza box in the fridge and makes it even and it makes it even worse when there's only one or two slices in the pizza box. That's you. Yeah, I've did that before. And another thing I do that has to kind of do with that is if I'm cooking. So I'm big on doing the dishes. I have to have all the dishes done after dinner. Like I can't leave any, not even a pan till the next morning or anything. So there's times where I've made food. Like let's say I'll make a big pot of spaghetti and I don't feel like washing the spaghetti pot. I'll just pop the lid back on it and put the whole pot inside the refrigerator. Is that why you do it? Because you don't want to do the dishes? Exactly. You take up all the space in the refrigerator. You start throwing out all the good food just to make room for the pot. Yeah, yeah, because the pot's (laughs) super huge. Um, Darren says she doesn't like know-it-alls. Anthony says when someone leaves one drink of milk in the gallon, you know, like when you go yeah. to go get, I think that's worse when you go to get it and you're like going to get cereal and then you go to pour it and there's like, but you do that, drops. but you do it with other things. So like when I need a Ziploc bag and I go to get a bag and then the, it's an empty box in there. True. But that's because I have to get lunch ready for the kids in the morning. So I'm in a hurry and I don't have time to throw it away. Oh so yeah, but you took excuse. the last, you took the last bag. <laughs> oh, another one that she does. Is oh, no. doesn't push the trash down. I know the trash is dirty, but I don't like when I open the trash lid and it looks all full, but I just changed the bag. So there's like, it's like already overflowing. She won't even kind of try to push it down. She'll just toss it <laughs> a plate on top. <laughs> Why would I stick my hand in the trash to push it down? Just put something heavier on top. Yeah, but I don't know. I think it's full sometimes. So I'm like, you gotta go to try change it. it and you I gotta pull, try. I pull it out of the trash can. There's like three plates in okay, there. Okay, so you have to try to put something else in there. Next. <laughs> All right. Next question I asked and people answered was, what are your thoughts? And this, I brought this one up because we have a birthday coming up for one of our, our kids. And I took my son. He's got invited to a lot of birthdays lately now that he's in school. And the last three that I've took him to, the kids don't open the gifts at the party. And it doesn't bug me, but I think it's a little different um, than I'm used to. I've never been to a party where kids didn't open a gift. So basically, I'd ask, what are your thoughts on not having kids open their gifts at their birthday party? And is it rude or is it okay? What do you think about it? I grew up going to birthday parties where the kids open the gifts there. And I could see where maybe you don't because I guess now everybody's so competitive as far as like money and who spent what and things like that. So I could see like maybe it's because of that that they don't want to do it because they don't want people to feel like they didn't spend enough or whatever. But I think that's part of a birthday party when you're a kid is that you go and you watch that birthday child open their gifts. Yeah. Yeah. It's part of the excitement. That's what some people had said. Taylor said, um, she said she's never been to a party where a kid doesn't open their gift. She thinks it's important to do and kind of rude if they don't. People like to see the kids open the gift that they got them, which is true. Like sometimes you, like if I know like my nephew loves something 
And I'm like, oh, let's get him this. Like, I know nobody else is going to get him this. He's going to be super excited. Like, you want to see them open it. Yeah. Unless you have ungrateful kids and you know that they're going to be like, ew, I don't want this. Yeah. You I know, did, maybe they tell, know. Maybe I did they tell our daughter, I said, I told her daughter, because she's only going to be four, so she still doesn't know really. And she's never really had a party where people come to it. So I told her, if somebody gets you where something. people come to it. Yeah. If somebody gets you something that you already have, don't say like, I already have this one. Just be like, oh, thank you. Because sometimes kids just say that. They're not trying to be rude, but they just don't. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, Sharon says, she also thinks it's rude. She thinks part of the excitement is watching the child's face as they open the gifts. And she also says it's good so they can thank the person, to open it in front of them so they can thank the person while they're there. Yeah. Which is true. Because some people some people send out um, thank yous and some people don't. I'm horrible at mailing stuff, so I don't think I would probably do it. I think it's a way to show appreciation because if somebody gave me a gift, like let's just say somebody randomly was like, oh, here, I got you something because I thought about you and it was wrapped. I wouldn't be like, oh, thanks, and like put it away. I would be like, oh, let me open it and see what it is, you know, so that they can see that even if I hated it, I think I would still pretend to like it yeah. because they thought I would like it and they went out of their way. They thought about me. They spent money on me. They took time to bring it to me and tell me. So I would do that. Do you, send, do you think you should send out thank yous? Also, or is that only if you? I don't think the, the thank yous are necessary unless the person maybe at a was, wedding where the, you don't, and you're thanking them for their time and for coming and and for the gift as well. But in the birthday party, it's not something that you need to continue to. Yeah, that bring was, up. that was that's what somebody brought up. They said, "Well, people don't open gifts at a wedding. It is a little different. It's the well, same. Well, they're but adults different. and they're there for a different reason. It's not about the gift. And I don't think birthdays are necessarily about the gift. But when you're a kid and you're having a birthday party, part of it is about the gift. Just I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, yeah, I agree. Rebecca says it just depends if a birthday party, uh, where the birthday party's at. So if there's a time limit, it's completely understandable to not open them. So I could see, like at a bounce house place, you rent it for two hours. It's already kind of expensive. Yeah, but I if see that. but if but if it's a two hour party, should you take the time to end it a little early to do the cake? Because I mean, you're gonna do the cake. You know, cakes always and have sing happy birthday. Should you do the gifts real quick? Mm, I don't know. Or should you mention that? Like, hey, guys, I'd rather the kids play a little longer so we're not going to open the gifts here. Or is that something you should explain? Yeah, I don't know. I, I'm torn on that. I don't – I can see that too. I can definitely see that because when you're on a time frame and you're spending hundreds of dollars for these kids to have a good time, you don't necessarily want to stop them to watch your child open a gift. Maybe I would ask the parents. I'd be like, do you want me to call them over to do gifts or just let them play? And they could say, just let them play. And then I'd be like, okay, cool. Yeah. Or, or just be like, hey, party outside after. We're going to open the gifts in the parking lot. Yeah. Uh, Becky says she doesn't think it really matters. What she does think matters is sending a thank you card. So I, I don't know if she means no matter what, send a thank you card. Or maybe if you don't open them, then send a thank you card. I think thank you cards are nice, but I just am not that kind of person. I can't get to the mailbox. I can't get the stamps. I can't write it out. <laughs> yeah, I'm horrible with mailing stuff. I'll I want to. The thought is there, but. I'll, I'll buy stuff. I know you're big on this. You notice I do this, but I'll buy stuff for some of my buddies back home. And oh, yeah. Like, it sits somewhere for three years because you never took it to the mailbox. <laughs> yeah. My buddy Phil collects like old toys or old baseball cards and we'll go to like an antique show or a swap meet sometimes and I'll be like, oh, I got to give him this. It's only a few bucks or something. And like he'll think this is cool. Yeah. And I'll have it. I probably still have it. I'm like, I'm going to get it for his birthday. She's yeah. Like, we move houses. It moves with us. Yeah. She's like, you're never going to send it. I'm like, I will. I will. And then like literally, yeah, it's out there. And he doesn't come to visit, so it's like, hey, I should use that like to be like, hey, come visit. You'll get all your all your toys <laughs> all your I've stuff, bought you, yeah. all your loot. Um, but yeah, I'm big on that. If if I do have to mail something, I have to make sure to put like, buy my keys, and just be like, I have to send this because if not, it's never going out. Yeah, I'm glad you could pay stuff online now because can you imagine that? 
Mm-hmm. Our yeah. house would be taken away. We'd have no cars. <laughs> um, Victoria says kids should open them and be taught to be grateful. Um, maybe she's saying it teaches them to be grateful. Um, that being said, parents should keep the present opening process moving right along in a timely manner, especially if parents are waiting. I could see that yeah. because some parents just want to get out of there. Mm-hmm. Um, that's another big thing. How, how long should a birthday party be? Like if, if it's at a park, an hour, two hours? I think two hours <clears throat> is the time. But then you should say you're welcome to stay longer or leave if you got to leave. That way they don't feel... <laughs> We're leaving, but you're welcome to stay longer if you'd like. <laughs> Yeah, the party has ended, but go ahead, stick around. Yeah, because some parents want to hurry up and get out of there. I don't even know about leaving your kids. Like, we've never, we wouldn't, we haven't. I mean, they're young. But some people, I've been to birthday parties, and, like, they're like, oh, I'm watching these kids over here because some of the parents left. Yeah, at what age is it acceptable to leave your kid? I don't and know. is it acceptable to ask somebody, like, hey, is it okay? I can see if they're like, hey, you know, my son really wanted to come to this birthday party, but we have to be at lunch somewhere is there any way we could just leave them so he could stay? Then that's kind of like, sure. But if they're like, hey, I mean, what if they just come and drop the kid? I don't like- know. I feel like that's a lot of responsibility on the parent that's throwing the party because they're trying to make sure everything runs smoothly. They're trying to cater to everybody and then have to keep an eye on somebody else's kid. Yeah, especially if it's a pool party or something, that's dangerous. Because I would be more comfortable saying that to a parent who's also going to the party. Like, if you're going to the party, can you watch my son or my daughter while I go do this and I'll come right back? You know, leave the responsibility on maybe somebody else who's going. I don't know. Maybe I wouldn't do that at all. Yeah, I remember going to baseball practice, like a little on subject, off subject, is going to baseball practice as a kid walking with friends and just walking to baseball practice. I don't remember exactly how old I was, but my parents wouldn't go. But now that I coach baseball, I mean, they're only four and five, but it says like in the paperwork, like you're not allowed to just leave your kids. Mm-hmm. These parents are like, I'm. I volunteer my time, so it's not, I'm not a babysitter, basically, it says. So they can't even leave them. But that's another thing, you know? like Yeah, and if you're coaching, how can you truly watch another child that is not yours, you know? Yeah. If they're like 10 or 11, I understand. Because some kids want to play, but their parents maybe can't take them every practice. So this is the only way they're going to be able to get there. Like, But I, I don't want to be held responsible if something happens to your child. Like, I shouldn't, you know what I mean? If yeah. they get hurt on the way home or something, like that's not, that can't be on me, obviously. But yeah. That's that's what we got to say about that. So I think we're almost ready to about ready to wrap this up. But before we do go, um, I'm gonna play a little game with you. Okay. I'm gonna call it uh, real news, fake news. I'm gonna read you three headlines, and I want you to tell me which one you believe is the real one. So they're all kind of wacky headlines. Oh gosh. And I don't know anything about the news whatsoever. So this will be fun. <laughs> all right, here we go. First one is funeral meal leaves at least nine dead. Funeral what? Funeral meal. So like, you know, sometimes after a funeral, there's a gathering, a wake gathering or whatever they call it. Mm -mm. Oh, you know, (laughs) she doesn't really know much people that died. All her her friends are still alive. So basically sometimes after a funeral, they gather just to kind of meet and talk with each other, the family and still have food. So basically they're saying uh, a funeral meal left nine people dead. Oh, meal, like what they're eating. Yeah. Oh, I thought you were like M-I-L-L, oh, no, mill. Meal. Meal. M-E-A-L. Oh, okay, meal. a funeral meal. Number two. Um, wait, it leaves them dead? Like food poisoning? Yeah, that's what it says. I don't, I don't know. I didn't go into detail. Oh, it might have went into detail, but. Okay, next. Number two, goose thinking of migrating home a few weeks early to avoid the crowds. A what? A goose is thinking of migrating home. <laughs> How do you know? I, I don't know. <laughs> that and is number fake. three, CBS sitcoms under fire for using prison laughter. Prison laughter? What's that? You know, like sometimes you watch a show and it has that, like it's recorded in front of an audience and you hear the laughter. Of a prison? 
So it's saying they're using prisoners. So I guess maybe they're bringing these prisoners into a room or something. Or maybe they <laughs> well, recorded... Well, they probably like that. They recorded the, the sound maybe and they're reusing okay. it. So it's, funeral meal leaves at least nine people dead. Goose thinking of migrating home a few weeks early to avoid the crowds. And CBS sitcoms under fire for using prison laughter. And I'm trying to do... Which is the one. real one. The real one. It has to be the prison laughter. Eh, you're what? wrong. The real one is funeral meal leaves at least nine people dead. So it says at least nine people have died and dozens more became ill after eating contaminated food at a funeral in Peru. A total of 50 people were affected and 20 of those were hospitalized with stomach pains and vomiting after a wake. Oh my gosh, how sad. So I was right. It was food poisoning. But that's really sad. Yeah, can you imagine that? Like you're there like to, to give your respects to somebody that died. Oh. Oh, <laughs> and now you're now dead. You're dead? Exactly. Nine of them? Exactly. That's crazy. Well, that's all we got that's crazy. for today. We're going to wrap it up and say bye. Bye. See you later. And we'll see you guys next time.